Welcome to the Outward OPC podcast. Outward OPC is a work of the Committee on Home Missions, and it exists to encourage zeal for reaching the lost and to be a tool for the OPC and other Reformed churches to be more effective in reaching people outside the church. You can check out the website at outwardopc.com for articles, videos, and tools to help you and your church be more outward in your ministry. Now on with today's episode. Brad Herzog here for Outward OPC. Today I have Carl Miller with me. Carl is the pastor of New Braunfels OPC Church, uh, New Braunfels, Texas, which is just outside San Antonio. Carl, we're really glad to have you here today, and people are going to hear from you and get to know you more if they don't know you. But I thought we'd jump right in with a question. Um, What encouragement would you give a pastor to help sort of slowly and patiently cultivate that? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think you can cultivate that. Um, Of course, you can, um, you know, have uh, seminars if you want to, evangelism classes and skill building and how to communicate well with others that you don't know and tips and and ideas for making people more comfortable in that. Maybe you have people that aren't but want to, you know, they want to build certain skill sets. Yeah, address those things, provide opportunities to do that. I think that would be, those are some good tips to maybe think about. But, you know, don't overlook what the Lord's already put in them and given them. Help them to flourish in those things. And uh, I think you'll you'll see that there's a, there's natural growth as they're building on what has already been planted. Do you find that when you talk about not everybody's going to be the mouthpiece and everybody has a role, including like graphics design or putting an arrangement together or all types of different things. Do you find, it it seems to me, even from my experience in Reformed churches, a lot of people think of evangelism as literally I have to say something and present the gospel. Do your people rally as feeling like they're a part of the evangelism and outreach if they're kind of in the background? Or do you find yourself having to both teach and encourage people that, hey, every part you know, doing its part is a part of these people coming into the church. Do you find it natural for them to feel like they're a part of it? Or do they feel like they're not a part of evangelism because they're, you know, creating graphics or something in the background? Well, I think there's some that are probably a bit of both, right? Or in both kind of camps, um, so to speak. You know, to say that um, some people would say, and even the activities that we've done, let's say, for example, door to door, right? So there's some that that may be their forte, and so they're they're jumping or they're they're willing to go and do it. There are some that are not, and so to encourage them to say, yeah, don't feel like you don't or can't be involved in that. I think is good. I think there there are people that are kind of in both places, but to try to um, unite the two, I think is good and and healthy and helpful for the body to see the two working um, more together um, so that neither one of them is feeling like, you know, whereas the the mouthpieces and the megaphones may be saying, oh, yeah, I'm the voice that where the gospel is actually coming out of my mouth, whereas the other more, the folks that may be more on a supportive end may feel like, well, I'm not that, so I'm not a part of it. I think they can work together and be a, be together as a team and then you have kind of a united effort within the congregation. So even as a smaller church now, growing church, but still a smaller church, you have these new people coming in, some of whom you even described the one man as saying, I've not darkened the door of a church 
in a long time. And we all know that entering a Reformed church can be kind of a high bar of, you know, what's taking place and why and how. How has that affected, I guess, maybe two areas? Let's start with just welcoming people into a foreign world of the Reformed church. Yeah, well, I think it's it's a lot in the presentation that as we're welcoming, welcoming them in, this is really just the life of the church. This is biblical worship. This is this is just kind of what biblical Christianity and worshiping God and, and serving the Lord together in the church and the life of the church looks like. And so um, even from that standpoint, some of them, you know, different people have different backgrounds and experiences that may affect the glasses by which they or the lenses by which they look at our church when they arrive. But I think that the, the warmth in the, the greetings um, from people who are greeting them and, and the conversations that they have after the service and fellowship and different things like that. I think that all of those things kind of together um, and even sometimes conversations that open up in saying, so why do you all do this in the service or why do you do that? Or why is uh, Pastor Miller wearing a robe or why is, you know, different things like that? The members in the church that have these types of conversations with them, they they have clear answers and guidance and just help explain and talk to from a, talk to them about it from a biblical perspective. And of course, some will come and ask me the same questions. Yeah, I think it's it's and how the approach is is handled and and so you know for our congregation, it's been very much of a welcoming body that is excited and well and, and glad to see those who come in the doors. And so we're not going to desire to swarm or tackle them. Uh, but, uh, you know, we want them to feel welcome and feel like they are uh, easily able to become part of a part of the body here. And I guess the second part of that more specifically is how does it affect your preaching, knowing that you've got people who are at the entrance level? Everybody will say, well, we have to define our terms and things like that, which is great. I, I wonder a little bit beyond that, how does it affect your thinking about relating it to their lives and the, you know, the kinds of illustrations you use and, and how you talk sort of in, without dumbing things down, of course, but just sort of talk in their world. Do, do you have to think about that much? Is it hard? What do you do with that? I think I'm, I'm trying to preach Christ and him crucified and preaching the text and walking through the text and applying the text to life in ways that I do, you know, similarly with uh, the, the regular congregation, but in ways in which as well, it's easier for those who are not a part of the congregation to understand and to, to see the connections on Lord willing. Of course, the illustrations and the applications that I'm using, I want to be applicable to life. I want the gospel to be clear. Um, I want the, you know, how the gospel shines forth in those in that particular passage to to be clear and evident to those who are hearing, so that it is it is easy to grasp um, as the you know the spirit presses that on their hearts. Uh, I regularly use um, applications and you know and illustrations and things like that that have specific impacts, but also more broad-reaching applicability, too. So I try to keep that balance. But, you know, that's just kind of how I approach preaching and sermon writing. Early on, Carl, you mentioned that 
when I asked you about your thoughts on outreach, you said, you know, one of the first things you did when you came in was kind of get to know the people and ask them about the area. And I know you and your wife have some connection to this area as well. You weren't coming in, yeah. uh, not knowing about the area, but I wonder how this might be hard for you to even get in your head right now on this, on the spot, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you a shot at it. How, as you thought about the area and what you and your wife know about the area, but then as you interacted with people and now as you continue to meet people and you're, you know, whether you're out at a coffee shop or restaurants or whatever you're doing, how has that time and energy investment into learning more about the people, how has it shaped just sort of ministry at the church and outreach? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think so. Um, you know, it's it's been uh, a difference between the two, for example, being in Houston and coming from Houston, the, there are definitely some cultural differences there. And um, ways that people interact or even engage in conversation are different there um, in some senses than they are here. What I've found here in New Braunfels is that, you know, it's a it's a strong German, you know, grounded in history uh, and its founding, but kind of a country, Texas city. It's a lot of, there's some etiquette things we're mindful of in the, in the South and in Texas that apply to interacting with people here too, right? And how, um, how you greet people, um, things you say, things you don't say, um, right? So, um, but in terms of the, in terms of the church um, and its impact in the community too, and, and being outreach focused, of course, you know, there's, there is a focus on being grounded in Christ and the word first and foremost, communicating those things, but also uh, building families, encouraging and building uh, men to be uh, godly men and good husbands, good fathers and wives to be godly women and good mothers and good wives and biblical principles that are built into that. Um, but nonetheless, um, are something that we really want to communicate and share with those that are around us in the communities. You know, many here are very receptive to yeah, I'd, I'd say that, that there are those types of things that are um, part of the culture here in the area that have importance and then also give you some, not only just credibility in conversation, but um, open up some doors to other types of conversation as you're engaging with folks about different things here. What do you see going forward? Uh, again, not not so much like you have to have goals and things like that, but as you think about what the Lord is doing, do you guys have any plans for outreach in terms of specific things that you're looking to do or specific events that are coming in the community or things like that, uh, or continuing on with what's been going on or combination of both? What's the next six months or year look like as you look out and say, well, the Lord's really blessing this. How can we keep encouragement and, and momentum going with people? Yeah, I mean, we've we've kind of thrown around uh, quite a few different ideas, some of which are, um, you know, continuing to have a collage of things like door to door, maybe going over and having uh, some street, street preaching on a uh, in the center square or going and doing uh, psalm sing, um, public psalm sing out at uh, we have a lot of parks around New Braunfels, some big prominent parks. So going and doing some psalm singing there, maybe having some prayer tables or uh, change my mind table, um, or maybe even possibly, um, we've had recent conversations about 
going over into San Marcos, which is 20 minutes away. That's the nearest college town, right? Um, and Texas State University is over there and doing some campus ministry there. There's also uh, Texas Lutheran University um, in Seguin. And so, you know, maybe doing some campus ministry there, um, outreach there as well. So doing those types of things have um, definitely been a part of the discussion. We've talked about maybe having some conferences and doing a uh, reformed worship conference or uh, doing a variety of conferences on different topics that would be helpful and applicable for people here in the community. So, um, yeah, those are kind of some of the things that were are, are kind of in process and we're, we're moving through on uh, discussion and planning phases for. Let me, let me hit a couple of those, if you don't mind. What does a psalm sing look like? I, I, I understand that you said you'd go out to a local park and sing. What does it look like in terms of hoping to engage people and let them know what you're doing, ranging for people who are thankful to see Christians in a park singing psalm to those who think you're insane? What does that dynamic look like in your mind? Sure. So, yeah, I mean, a psalm sing would, you know, we gather as, as a group and have a time of prayer, um, sing a few psalms, um, and then close in prayer, right? Have some uh, tracks and literature about the church. Invite people who come and join us um, or are maybe interested and come and check us out. Maybe stand in our vicinity as we're doing that. Engage them in conversation and invite them to church. Those are some of the types of things that we would do in terms of people who maybe aren't that interested in that. I think that You'll find in, in our area, typically, we don't have a whole lot of hecklers and things like that. So if people aren't interested, they probably just, you know, keep distance or keep doing what they're doing on the playground or other things like that. But, I mean, we're not opposed to going and, you know, handing out tracks and information at parks, too, and just engaging people. And even as we engage them, maybe even before we go and, and sing, go and have some conversations with folks them to come over. They don't have to sing if they don't want to, but they can come and be with us if they want to type of thing. So um, those are some other ideas in terms of how we could approach it. And how about a change my mind table? It's a cultural thing where you're challenging people to come and change your mind about something. Who does that? Uh, do you avoid contention? Do you welcome contention? Does this draw people who like contention? Like how does, who's doing that and, and how does it, how does it work? Well, this is something that we are going to try. So we haven't done it uh, yet in terms of, so we don't have the, the personal experience on it. But the idea would be that we would um, have a table that has a sign that has a point of theology, whether it be about God and the doctrine of God or um, something about doctrine of salvation or other things like that, and make a truth claim you know, from scripture, the confession, and then, and then, you know, ask people to engage us and change our mind that that isn't true. So, yeah, so we would want to have some discussion and um, dialogue with people as far as where they're at and how they understand things, what their truth claims are, and, and, and engage in, in conversation as to then, uh, um, you know, how we can guide them and Lord willing, persuade them of the truth. So, and yeah, there, there are a few men in our congregation in particular who have some interest in those types of uh, conversations that are good at, um, again, naturally good at um, engaging people, love to talk about theology, um, just love to dialogue and have kind and, and you know, pleasant debate, not uh, to where it becomes unruly, but, you know, just to engage people and to see what they think and 
why they believe what they believe. So, Carl, the the dynamic at the church, uh, you've hinted at here, you've mentioned uh, in other home missions today's and New Horizons, the, the, the excitement of the Lord kind of bringing people from different walks of life, different backgrounds, young and old. Some people are making professions of faith. Some people are a long time in the church. Share that dynamic. I think you, you, you've used the word collage twice in this podcast, and maybe that's the, the kicker. Tell us about the collage that God is putting together at New Braunfels. Yeah, so, I mean, there are people of all ages and backgrounds and experiences. There are some who are very well-versed in the Reformed faith and are, you know, core families who've been in Presbyterian or Reformed churches for years and years and years. There are others who, you know, were the first church that they've darkened the door of, and um, and they've come in and, and are now an established part of our congregation as well by the God's grace and work. Um, and so it's just exciting to see people who are coming in, they're hearing about the Lord. We're seeing, uh, we've had several professions of faith over these uh, last two years or so. And we also have the wonderful blessing and benefit of babies. And we've had, uh, there was a time where we had six mothers here pregnant that are part of the church or extended family pregnant with uh, little ones. And one was just the the first of those six was just recently delivered last week, so we're excited about that. But we have uh, many more here to come. So uh, yeah, it's just it's, it's neat to see all the different facets of the Lord's work here, from new babies to new converts to people who are growing in the Lord and people who are are Titus two people, older saints, men and women, teaching younger men and women about the things of the Lord and um, discipleship and, you know, discipleship opportunities galore. And yeah, it's just, it's great. Um, We have military, retired military, uh, reserve military, teachers, construction workers. We've got, uh, you know, shipping drivers and um, just all sorts of people from all sorts of backgrounds coming in here. So we're excited and praising God for that. Well, Carl, we're glad you took some time with us. I I think People enjoy as much, I mean, people learn and hear different things, but people also enjoy hearing from a pastor about these churches and church plants so that as they see home missions today and as they pray in a worship service, people are like, oh, I just I just heard Carl talking about that for a while. So I think it's great that you guys are willing to take the time to answer some questions, but also kind of tell us what the Lord is doing and what's going on. So we're thankful for your time today. Yeah, thank you. It's my pleasure. That's it for today's episode. You can go to the website at outwardopc.com to check out more resources. And you can sign up for our email list where you will receive notifications when new things are available. Until then, we'll see you next episode.